Hello and welcome to On Your Truth. I am Brianna Johnson, your hostess. You are currently listening to episode 22, entitled Preparing to be Homeless, a Checklist for Those Facing Eviction or Foreclosure. I have to tell you that this episode is not going to be for everyone. It's not going to appeal to everyone. This is very much a as-need-to-know episode that addresses people who are currently facing the true reality, the hard reality that they and their family may end up being homeless in the near future. And this is a guide that will help them to prepare for that. And in this guide, I'm using information that I have used myself when my family and I had to be homeless for a time. And um, the second time when I was homeless, it was just my dog and I, and we lived out of our car. So this information is to help people who seriously do need this information. If this does not pertain to you, I understand. Um, And if you know of anyone who might benefit from the information, please pass it along. I'm going to be putting this checklist that I go off of today on my website. You can find that and more information about me at IamBriannaJohnson.com. Brianna is B-R-I-A-N-A. As always, I'd like to put in a little plug for my tea company. That's Bahati Tea Company. If you are a tea drinker, would like to explore a little bit with the concept of becoming a tea drinker, I highly recommend our gourmet loose leaf tea blends. You can find all of those at www.bahatiteacompany.com. Bahati is B-A-H-A-T-I. Let's go ahead and get started. I know that we talk about a lot of very serious subject matters on the podcast, and this one might be very troublesome for some of you to hear. Uh, It can be heart-wrenching. It can make your stomach turn to understand that there are families right now that are going through the process of having to prepare to leave their home without any idea of where they're going to go and how they're going to cope with this nightmare. Most of us never consider the possibility of becoming homeless, and because of that, there is no real game plan. There's no checklist of, okay, well, this is going to happen next month, so let's go ahead and prepare for that. It's, it's never anything like that, um, and yes, you can sometimes see it coming, but it's not something that fits into what used to be the American dream. It's something that we've classified as happening to people who are mentally ill, people who are um, financially unstable, people who are roamers and nomads, people who can't get a job, people who are uneducated. And even though for some instances that may be true, the hard reality is that This time that we're going through right now is going to affect a lot of people and a lot of families in a lot of unthought of ways. And it's best if we start thinking about and preparing for those now. So how do you know? What are the first signs that you may be in danger of losing your home? Well, if you haven't paid your housing bill this month and possibly even last month, then you might be. Two, You quit paying the larger bills like housing and the car payment because you can only afford the smaller bills. Number three, you have no foreseeable income or the income you have doesn't cover your living expenses. 
If you are renting, you actually have less time to prepare for an eviction than someone who is losing their home to foreclosure. In some cases, depending on your landlord, your renter's agreement, and the state you live in, evictions can be the very day that you fall late on your monthly payment. If you refuse to leave, the landlord will have to take legal action. This process is supposed to involve the court systems, but the way things have been going lately... You should be aware that there may be some police officers out there that will work outside of their jurisdiction and forcibly remove tenants without the court order to do so. If you're facing a possible mortgage foreclosure, those take more time to process and more time to take effect. In some cases, you'll get warning letters and phone calls for at least a month prior to the foreclosure process to begin. And that process can take several months depending on how backed up the court system in your area is. I think in our case, we did lose a house. It was um, during the housing crisis in 2008, and I think it ended up being 2009 before we were finally evicted. So we had several months to get ready and to prepare. Okay, there are a few things that you can do to try to avoid being homeless. The first thing you can do is file all necessary paperwork with the local help agencies and possibly churches for assistant paying any of your bills, especially the utility bills, car payments, and housing costs. The second thing that you can do is sell personal or family items that could bring in some side money. The third thing is to eliminate all unnecessary expenses, such as your cable television, any phone lines that aren't essential, and I hope you're not one of the people who is struggling because of luxurious items, but if you're getting a massage and your nails done once a week, of course that needs to stop too. You may also be able to find some services like insurance and phone services for cheaper than what you are currently paying, but you'll need to do some research on that. The fourth thing that you can do is ask others for help. It's uncomfortable and your relationship with some people may change, but you need to ask for help from friends and family. If they can't help, just say thanks and let it go. You might also be able to sublet your apartment or rent out your home or a room in your home. And in some cases, this isn't going to prevent you from being homeless, but what it might do is either prevent you from facing Uh, legal action because you were not able to pay. And yes, people will still come after you for your money after you have left an apartment or left a rental property or after your mortgage has been foreclosed. There's a big possibility that you could still owe money after the fact. Even though the, the option of letting someone else rent out your property may not stop you from being homeless, it may stop you from having to pay additional fees if you can find another way to pay your rent or your mortgage. In addition to that, it could actually benefit you if you're able to rent it for a little bit more than what you currently owe. It could help you find another place to be, uh, put a down payment on something. It may just prevent you from having to sell all of your stuff. Now, under other circumstances, because I used to be in real estate as well, and I helped on um, the back end, I used to help people short sale their home so that they 
wouldn't have to pay so much in a foreclosure and might even get something out of it. And so typically what I would tell you if you're in this situation would be to try to sell your home and to sell it fast. But the way that the market is looking, um, that might be an option for you depending on where you live. You can try to sell your home uh, and see you know, if there's any buyers. But I would not be super optimistic about that option right now, considering how many houses are now going up for sale, because a lot of people already have that great, fabulous, wonderful idea. And right now we are in a buyer's market, which means everything is going to be super dirt cheap if you have the resources to purchase something. So what if you've tried all of those things and it still looks like it is going to be inevitable that you lose your home? How do you prepare for that? So let's talk about those things. And this is a very long list, but it is not an exhaustive list. And I say that because I know that there's going to be things that I am not remembering from my experiences I'm not thinking of. There are very few articles or books that talk about this subject because it's just not one people want to discuss. So I'm giving you the content. And again, it'll be on my website at www.iambriannajohnson.com. That's B-R-I-A-N-A. And this is meant to be just a reference. And of course, not everything will apply to everyone in every situation and all the other legal jargon, yada, yada, yada. So the first thing that you should know is you need to minimize all that you have. Get rid of things that you don't need. Donate, sell, or trash everything that isn't vital to your or your family's existence. The second thing that you can do is store it. If you have things you find you just can't part with, if you can afford it, you can put your belongings in a storage unit. You should stop all automatic withdrawals from your bank accounts. Most of us set these up and we forget all about them. So if you don't need a service, you'll still get charged for it. Cancel the service and the auto payment at the same time. This prevents extra money loss. You should consider applying for food stamps now while you still have a physical mailing address. This is needed for vital paperwork and for the food stamps card to be sent to you. If you do not qualify for food stamps, find your local food bank or food pantry. Some local churches may also provide food. If you can eliminate your food bill, this frees up a lot of money, especially if you have a large family that you're taking care of. Now's the time to consider getting a P.O. box. You have to do this before you vacate because you have to be able to link it to a physical address. But by getting a P.O. box, you might be able to continue receiving mail. This is also important for um, employers to send you things if you're looking for a job. You also need to take inventory of your financial assets. Examples might be small savings accounts, retirement funds, life insurance policies, anything that can be cashed in. This can also include non-cash items like the food stamps we were talking about or additional financial assistance. Use this list of assets to make a game plan for going forward. Now's the time to collect paperwork that will be of vital importance. This information should include social security numbers for everyone you live with, birth certificates, government assistance paperwork, last year's tax information, prescriptions for medications, and any other documents you may need. Also include a list of phone numbers and addresses of family, friends, and coworkers that you may need access to. Phone services 
internet service, and battery life all affect your ability to obtain information from your phone. So you have to prepare for the possibility that your phone may not work at some point. Maps may also be needed if you have to travel for shelter. Start researching your future housing options. You may have to get creative with this. For some people, they may be fortunate enough to bunk with friends or family members who are willing and able to help. And for others, there will be a need to find alternatives to what we're used to. In some cases, you may just be able to find something that is less. Let's say you um, don't make as much now. You do have a job, but it's not enough to pay the rent or the mortgage but you just need to find something less. You need to do that now before your credit reflects a foreclosure or bad credit with um, an abandoned apartment, for example. So alternatives, what are we looking at? Alternatives to standard apartments and housing. There are tents, yurts, teepees, campers, trailers, tiny homes, or even cars. And all of those may work for housing in a pinch. Make sure that these are paid off fully to avoid repossession. Additionally, you'll need to find a place to put these where they don't violate local laws. I'd also advise you to look up squatters' rights in your local area. Believe it or not, this might open up some options you never considered before. Okay, I'd like to pause here. Everyone take a deep breath. I know that this is really incredibly intense, especially if this is your reality right now. This isn't where you expected to be. This can be a very crazy time. You're going through a ton of emotions. A lot of them might just be disbelief or a million shades of disbelief. And you're going, how did this happen to us? Why is this happening to us? This only happens to X, Y, and Z type of people. Honey, this is your reality. (laughs) And it's happened to a lot more people than you think. Okay? Now, you have to go into this as an opportunity to learn and explore. Okay? This isn't going to be easy. Nothing in life that's worthwhile is ever easy. But speaking from personal experience, when you come out of this on the other side, you will be a better person. And if you're doing this with your children, yes, you're going to fear for them. I have some horrific stories of my own for my children and their livelihood. I know what that's like. I know what it's like to worry that social services is going to show up and take my children away because we don't have adequate housing. I know what that's like. And it takes a mental warrior to go through this, and you're going to have to become a mental warrior, and in many ways, a lot faster than you thought you ever could. But you have no idea of what you're capable of, what your strengths are, until you're put in a situation like this. I'm going to go ahead and continue with the list because I have a few more things on here to go through. If you are on prescription medication, you need to consult with your doctor regarding your financial situation because your doctor may or may not have suggestions for you based on your medical needs and what services are available to you locally. Learn and write down right now superfoods, herbs, and foods that heal. This will help you and your family in the long run. It's actually saved my family members' lives. 
not all of them, but collectively, I would say that we would be short at least a member or two if I hadn't looked into some of these things. Food products can also be used for cleaning and laundry, vinegars, baking sodas, that sort of thing. It's time to try new things. You all have to stay healthy for what you will be going through. Um, Pinterest is also a great place to find quick tips on using common everyday household items, and in this case, their food ingredients for cleaning and washing and bathing and that sort of thing. Pack minimal clothing and shoes. Make sure you have blankets for cold weather. Wet bandanas around the neck can be used to keep you and your family from heat exhaustion in the hot months. You want to make sure that everyone has a refillable water bottle that is distinguishable as being theirs and no one else's, as well as plate, bowl, and silverware. You will also need towels and washcloths for cleaning. Do not use disposable stuff. You will eventually run out of the money to buy disposable stuff. So go through the hard time of washing your things after every meal. I know that sounds crazy, right? But you're going to have to do it in order to not overspend on disposable products and also the trash that you will accumulate. You will be in places that do not have trash facilities and you don't want to be carrying that around in your vehicle or trailer or wherever you are. If you're capable and you know how, uh, consider hunting or fishing options for food, but you have to know where and you have to have access to areas where it's allowed. The next thing that you want to do is find out all the areas open to the public and the hours that you can be there. Some Walmarts still allow travelers to stay in their parking lots overnight. Truck stops and rest stations are also good for this. Places that are open 24 hours are good for general cleaning of your face and exposed body parts like your arms and your legs. Fast food chains usually allow for anyone to use their bathrooms if needed. So pay attention to places that have free internet and electrical outlets too. If libraries are open in your area, you can usually get documents printed and have access to computers, usually at those locations if they're open in your area. Most bathrooms, you can get free water from there. Most places that have fountains, you can fill up water bottles and stuff there. The main needs you need to consider are where you're going to sleep, how you're going to stay warm or cool during the day, staying hydrated, and getting enough food. In addition to all of that, you want to make sure you have COVID precautions. Everyone should have a mask, and you need to write down what your plans are if someone in your family becomes ill. Check to see if there are any free clinics or local areas where you guys can go and be tested or if worst case scenario happens and someone needs medical attention where you will go for that. Okay, I know that that was a lot to take in, and if you are writing notes or trying to write notes, remember you can catch this information on my website. I'll probably create a separate tab that is entitled resources, and you can find the information under there, so it'll be easy for everyone to locate. Again, this is not an exhaustive list, and as I remember things, I will probably put them on the resource page. So you might go back to that and check and double check and see if there's any new information that has been added. Again, please share this information for people that you think might need it. This is a horrifying experience for anyone who's had to go through it, especially if you're not used to ever having to go through something like this. 
As we talked about yesterday, this could potentially affect one in every three families. Now is the time for us to all pull together, pool our resources, help each other out. It is not the time to become selfish and say, well, me and my family are doing fine and we don't care about my neighbor. We don't care about anyone else because we've got our stuff all together. You need to remember that any of us can be homeless at any time. And even though that's not something that I would wish on anyone, you need to understand and have empathy for those people that are going through it and be grateful that it's not you because next time it literally could be. Thank you to everyone who listened today and a big thank you for those of you who support the channel and for those who share the content. I greatly appreciate that. Please join tomorrow as we listen to episode 23. Unfortunately, I have not completely decided on the title yet, so we will wait on that one. Until then, I hope that all of you learn to own your truth.